can hear you, Jason. Just remember that. Sounds on the beat. There is one other participant in the conference. All participants are muted. Sounds on the beat. Sounds on the beat. I just hopped up out the train, about to do another show. Cashing my checks in, then I do the woo woo. Either I'm fast or the city really slow. Cause I'm passing them like, bro, let's go. Oh, they mad, huh? Oh, they mad, huh? The gag is, I'ma shade anyway. But the gag is, I'ma show out all day. And the gag is, they gon' tune in anyway. <laughs> These bitches could never. No, 
I definitely said that I want the whole fucking applause to play. That was pathetic. It got really weird at the end. I want raging, roaring laughter and applause. Okay, look, we're in Studio B. So, um, see, here it goes. See, already. I said Studio B, and look at how that, see, am I, I'm not even crisp right now, right? I don't even care at this point. At this point, I'm over the internet. I'm over Spectrum, Time Warner, everything related to things that are out of my control. Do I look okay? Okay, well, they said do this. They're, fuck it, I don't care. All right, listen, what's up, everybody? This is me, Jason. This is Gagging with Jason Lee. We have a whole dope show tonight. I haven't, I feel like I haven't been here forever. Were we here last week? Were we here? Okay, we were. It, I don't know. I should probably do this show every day. But I think you guys would get sick of me doing it every day. In fact, I think my staff would get sick of me doing it every day. And honestly, I would get sick of myself doing it every day because although there are so many things to talk about, I honestly don't want to talk every day. Even though I'm over there on Bego talking, I talk all day long. Oh my God. Can I just tell you over on Bego where I'll tell you guys about it later? I'm having so much fun. But I had a whole review of my life last week. I had an emergency meeting with people. I'm like, yo, I'm spending too much time over here with y'all talking to some of these. Some of those people over there are just, I mean, the gag nation is great. <clears throat> but some of those people are just, there's some losers over there. You know, and I try to be nice to them because ultimately, even though like I would never, ever, ever even eat with them at a picnic or, you know, even if I was on like the five train or something going, does five go uptown? If I was on the five train going uptown and sat next to half the people on Bego, I would throw up in their lap just so they would get up. In fact, there was this time that I had dinner with Sergi Baca and a couple friends and there were these girls who were just drunk and acting just crazy. And I actually took a jug of water when she wasn't when she went to the bathroom and we poured it on the chair so she couldn't sit next to me. And then we told her somebody peed on it. And then we ended up kicking her out because I don't know what happened, but she was so annoying. And then at the time she was a lesbian, which, by the way, now she just got married to a man. But he's a rich African. So, you know how the housewives do. I, it ain't going to last. But either way, God bless them all. Um, I'm here. Um what is in the teleprompter? Did y'all type this out? We have a Von Ray. Von Ray ain't here. Von Ray is in jail. Y'all remember Von Ray was just here. <clears throat> He's dating uh, the girl Latoya from Housewives of Atlanta. She's not coming back. I heard that she got fired. Ain't no peaches over there. Peaches and cream. Okay, whatever. Here's a disclaimer. This disclaimer says that a lot of things are going to happen on the show, I'm sure, at some point, especially when the Gag Nation comes up here. And I'm not going to be held accountable for it. And I'm going to use a lot of things that are um, that are okay, I guess, by the law. And then also, I may say some stuff that, you know, may piss you off, but can't do nothing about it. All right. Now, look, I have something exciting to show all of you. I found this sweater. It's a large in my um, bedroom closet here in New York. I'm in New York City. That's I'm not at my house in L.A. But guess what I got today? I got my gagging chain finally made, baby. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Look. 
listen, I've been shot. You can't do that sound if I don't know it's coming. I'd be, I'd be ready to run up out of here. Anyway, <clears throat> I'll go ahead and leave this here for now. Isn't it nice? Isn't it nice? It is, uh, it's the lips with the word gagging on it. Okay. Well, listen, um, <clears throat> just so you know, I'm sitting next to Keisha and she keeps getting COVID. I don't know what the fuck is going on in New York. She gonna come all the way over here to work at my house the other day talk with a mask on. I, I was on the computer and I looked up and she was sitting in the living room with a mask on. I'm like, why do you have a mask on? She's like, oh, I have I had COVID. Then why are you at my house? So I kicked her out. <clears throat> but as a good employer, I still had her work. All right, well, she doesn't have COVID. Apparently, she's she's tested negative, right? No, nah, but all you New Yorkers, everybody's out here passing around these fake vaccination cards. You know that's a new business where people are making fake vaccination cards? I have one. I'm not going to use it, but somebody gave it to me as a birthday present. I was like, yo, y'all are really playing? <laughs> y'all playing with the CDC on my birthday? Okay, so uh, either way, I don't know what's going on. People have fake vaccination cards. Keisha has fake COVID cards. Uh, but nonetheless, we're all here for you. All right, so look, there's a lot going on. I'm going to tell you about some manifestation in a minute. But first, we got to get into my favorite to- uh, subject uh, the subject segment. It's the T with Jason Lee. Well, no, no. Well, yeah, go ahead. Well, we're going to go off of my paperwork here. This is why we plan, y'all. We plan. Because Kelvin is sent over the wrong damn script. What you're not going to do is set me up. If I go down, bitch, everybody in this motherfucking house going down. Everybody in New York and everybody in L.A. All y'all going down. No, 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 no. Don't show the screen the notes. Oh, so Keisha did it? Oh, they threw you under the bus. No, Keisha said, nah. Okay, well, y'all need to talk internally. We got to have a staff meeting, y'all. Y'all figure out, I'm going to go ahead. There's something in my throat. I was just saying the other day that I haven't given head in so long. So I don't want no rumors going up. Jason had birthday sex. All of a sudden, you know, uh, there's a foster home in his throat. No, that is not the case. I have not done anything sexually. Um, I've been chilling, minding my business. And you know what? Why now? Because now that I lost all this weight and I'm feeling good about myself and I'm doing well, my money's up. You know what I mean? I got clout. I am clout. You know, I just got to be careful. I can't just be sticking no penis in my throat. Now, back in the day, I think there was a time period where on any given Sunday, and I ain't talking about the movies, shit went down. But now I'm being more selective, more, you know, I ain't going to lie. Sex is up. Like, I'm having sex more, but I'm not doing the oral thing more. And I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and I asked them, he's straight. If he performs oral sex on a woman regularly, and he was like, "No, he really don't like to eat that, eat the box." So when the ladies, when you guys come up, I have to know: Do you like men who have sex with you and will wear you out and slut you all the way out, but will not eat the box? Because I kind of feel like women don't want to be with a man that's afraid to uh, eat the cooter cat. Okay, cool. So let's get right into this. So first, we're gonna talk about this guy. Now, you know, I don't really listen to a lot of rap music of this era because it's just it's just not my thing. I'm more of like a 90s hip hop or whatever, you know, even like 2000s. I don't really listen to this guy. But, you know, Silento was uh, indicted for murder. 
that he was arrested after his cousin Frederick Ross was found shot dead. Now we all know this is the now this isn't the Dougie guy. What song does he sing? Whip and watch me nay nay that one right? Whip whip. Okay, that song was so annoying. There were so many of you people out here in the streets whipping and nay nay, and I swear to God, I wanted to slap every one of y'all. Y'all out here in the street acting like y'all performing. You're not Chris Brown. Half the people doing these damn TikToks, do you know how dumb you look without the music playing? I'd be watching my staff. Oh, I wish I had Johnny's TikTok. I did, Johnny did a TikTok the other day at my house. I've told them don't do TikToks at my house. I don't employ TikTokers. My staff think that my backyard has inspired their creativity. Motherfuckers up here doing all types of dances and shit. So I took Johnny's TikTok and sent it to Cardi B and said, my staff is risking their career fucking around with this damn song with you and Lizzo, okay? Uh, and she laughed hysterically because she know, she like, oh, he, he, ooh, he, he must've heard some rumors. But either way, my staff think they're TikTokers up there on the roof dancing and i don't even know what dance johnny was doing i said then he did all this at 3 33 in the afternoon this is still not after five what the hell <laughs> i was fucking playing around anyway silento he he's he's now indicted for murder for killing his own cousin and since kelvin fucked up the notes nah kelvin nah kelvin keisha here shaking her head at you right now let me look and see what it say Frederick is dead, y'all. That's all I know. Um, I don't even care why. I don't even care why he did. I don't care how he got killed. I don't care what Salento did. I don't care what he whipped or Nene. You killed your own cousin. And then my cousins don't understand why I don't be around them like that. It's only a few handful of my cousins that I real still still, still talk to because my cousins, we come from the hood, you know, and I haven't seen some of them in years. Some maybe. 10 years and this is why again as you start getting famous you got to be careful who you get close to but on this instance it's not the famous guy who got killed it's the famous guy who allegedly killed the other guy now you know that Salento, this is not the first time he's gotten in trouble he got in trouble girl if you don't hurry up with this damn script well uh the la staff is laughing at you right now because they're all first of all alexis is laughing she has no business laughing because I, her, but her and Kelvin work together. I'm going to tell you some shit they did in LA too. All right. Well, look, you know, he had a hatchet before with his girlfriend. So we already knew that he was a potential killer. Thank you. Go get her. I miss you on Beagle. Thank you for the birthday love. Oh my God. It's my birthday. So y'all can run it up, run it up, run it up, run it up. Happy birthday. are so stupid in LA. Oh my God. Um, anytime I say the B word, play that song, okay? Or somebody says it, play that song. Okay, cool. Okay. Now, he got in trouble with his girlfriend where he, uh, where he went to uh, a random home uh, wielding a, a hatchet looking for his girl. And so he's already had these murderous tendencies. You know what I mean? And thank God he's locked up and I could talk about him because I don't want him coming to look for me. But either way, people are saying now that he has some mental health issues and the judge even cited that. But here's the deal. You whip so hard that you whipped your brain out. And now, oh. I ain't about to do this all night. 
But either way, he must have whipped his brain so hard and nanated it that it just shook his health, shook his mental to, to a place where his mental health kicked in because people are saying that mental health is the reason why he's doing what he's doing. Um, but either way, he's now saying that he's had some mental health challenges and now he's going to prison. So I don't know what to make of this, but I mean, I don't understand how you young people are finally making out the hood only to do dumb shit and go back. I have cousins that get on my nerves. I have family members that get on my nerves, but I'm not killing nobody. I'm 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 over here with it. So I just I, I don't know. I don't know. What are people saying? Oh, there's a photo. This is a photo of his cousin. No, that's Silento. Is that Silento? Let me see Silento again. He definitely looked like somebody on Vigo. This is why when the people on Beagle be threatening to kill people, I'd be like, look, they could show up at your house just like this. You can't take nobody for granted. Do we have a picture of the cousin? We don't have a picture of the cousin. Okay, well, either way, that was his mugshot um, when he went to jail. And so Silento's probably not going to get out. I wanted to tell the story because I just re re really wanted to say to people, like, really watch the people that are around you. Trust your instincts. Trust your instincts. When your instincts tell you something, or something may be right, or whenever there's conflict, this is why I try to tell people all the time, the minute me and you got a problem, I'm sorry, it's over. Like, and it's, there's no coming back. Uh, and I think it's just safer that way to not be associated with people that are could potentially create harm for you. You know, and I will say this world is getting really, really crazy. Recently we saw in LA, there was a shoe, a guy who works at a shoe store was shot and murdered in broad daylight. As of after getting into a fight or break, trying to break up a fight, he got murdered over a pair of shoes. Thank you for all the birthday love. I see happy all the birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday. I'm gonna celebrate happy with you. Birthday. Happy birthday. Celebrate. You know what's so crazy? Okay, that sound effect reminds me of when I used to be in foster care, and we used to be at church all day. Niggas be at church all day. I'd be like, it is 5.32. We should be in the drive-thru at McDonald's already getting a Sunday with some nuts. I don't know why we're still at church. Okay. Well, good luck, Salento. You're probably never getting out, and you don't deserve to. All right. Goodbye. Now, look. I have to tell you guys a really funny story. One, Keisha doesn't know what she's doing right now. And two, I'm a, I'm a master manifester. So... Earlier this week, I've been planning out my birthday party. As you guys know, my birthday was yesterday. So that was my birthday was yesterday. Don't play the song. It was yesterday, and now I'm planning out all my parties, okay? Girl, you got to catch up. Anyway, so I wanted to have all these parties, and then somebody called me and said, a club call and said, hey, we want to do a party for you in L.A. for your birthday. Happy birthday. Okay. <laughs> Production's tired. They're like, nah, we, you're overdoing it at this point. Y'all better play that shit as long as it needs to play. Okay, I'm enjoying it's my motherfucking day. Okay, and if I want to, and if I want to celebrate my aunt day on my show with my fan, these are the Gag Nation even fans at this point. I know these people more than I know my family. I talk to the Gag Nation more than I talk to my family. 
I spend more nights with the gag nation. Oh my God. I've had more sexual partners from Bigo than I have from Grinder. I just thought about that. Damn. Okay, uh, where was I? <laughs> okay, so we're, we're talking about the second topic. All right, look, so I'm a multi, I'm a, I'm a manifester. Go to Lizzo. Go to Lizzo. Okay, listen, so I'm a master manifester. Back all the way up to the second story. Keisha, you about to get suspended off of teleprompter. You're going to be water girl. You're just going to be water girl. You need to stand at the door with some water. Keisha is about to be on restriction. All right. Wait, why are the topics here but no text? <laughs> Kelvin is, Kelvin is, Kelvin set you up. He set you up. He had you come all the way from the Bronx. Are you in the Bronx? No. Where you at? Well, girl, wherever you from is far from here. He had you come all the way over here fighting COVID in this two-piece tracksuit just to be set up with no words? How you going to have titles with no text? <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I don't need this. I'm a pro. Okay, look, I'm a, I'm a master manifester. Okay, so earlier this week, they were like, yo, this club in LA, shout out to Sean and Sam over at Penthouse. I'm having a party this Sunday for my B-Day uh, at Penthouse Day Party. And uh, it's a 90s theme party. It's going to be a big surprise. But anyway, they told me they had money for me if I wanted to hire somebody. So they were like, what about Lizzo? I'm like, okay, let me call Lizzo. I know people who call Lizzo. So I called Cardi B and I was like, yo, Cardi, I want Lizzo to host my party. Can you call her for me? And she was like, yeah, yeah, let me call her. So Cardi, I guess, called her whatever, but then she never got back to me. So then the other night before I came to New York, I had dinner with an NBC executive about some stuff. And I said to the NBC, I, right before the NBC executive got there, I text Cardi, I swear to God, I'm, I'm not lying. I text Cardi and I said, please don't forget to let Lizzo know that I want her to do my party. And so Cardi doesn't text back. I'm sitting there sipping my coffee and Bailey's. I look to the right and Lizzo is standing right at the counter checking in for, for dinner with her two friends. I'm like, hold on. Y'all remember here on the show where I told you I talked about Rihanna and then manifested that by walking into Walgreens and she was there, right? Okay, so this is crazy. I'm sitting here like, okay, now God is playing. This is why I be saying you got to be careful what you put out in the universe. And we're going to talk about that later. But Lizzo's standing right there and I'm like, yo, so I get up and I'm like, yo, 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 this is fucking crazy. Uh, you don't understand. Like, I just told Cardi to ask you to host one of my parties and then you just popped up. I literally just text her. I FaceTime Cardi and Lizzo stand there and they're like, hey, girl, hey, and I'm like, yo, yo, yo. And Cardi was like, oh, my God, this is who I was just calling you about. And I'm like, yeah, I own Hollywood Unlocked. She was like, I was just on Hollywood Unlocked. She had just commented on Hollywood Unlocked. It was crazy how the universe was working. But I, I started talking to her about how confident, how her body confidence really inspired me. Because, as you know, I just lost 120 pounds. And, you know, Lizzo is one of the people who was a little heavier. But, but, but where's it good, by the way? She looks a lot slimmer in person, just so you know. I don't know if it's angles or whatever, but either way, she looks really good. And, and her smile is just so it illuminates the room, right? She has such a good, sweet personality. I would told her, like, you are one of my heroes when it comes to body positivity and just really, like, having that confidence, at least perceived confidence. And I really just, like, big up to her for, no pun intended, for being such a positive spirit when it came to loving herself. 
And she was so nice and so sweet. And she was telling me all the things that she's working on, some confidential stuff, which I'm not going to spill. But nonetheless, she was too busy to do my party, I think. She told me to call her publicist. Girl, I don't call publicists. I just don't do that. No shade to the publicist. I fuck with y'all. But, you know, I, I talk directly to to you, to the stars. Um, and so she, she, you know, went on and did her thing or whatever. And then later on this week, it came out that, you know, you know, when she released her song Rumors with Cardi, that she talked about a lot of stuff that she's, uh, all the hate she gets online, being uh, fat phobic comments or racist haters. Either way, she started slamming all of them in a video. Now, do we have a picture of Lizzo? Let me see a picture of Lizzo. Okay, this is a picture of her. Do we have, okay, this is a picture of them. This is not what I wanted. Do you have a picture of just Lizzo or no? Well, either way, this is the song photo that she had with Cardi. And this is where Lizzo was saying, bitch, I'm about to go live and slam the haters. Now, this is what she said, uh, if you didn't see the video, take a look. I'm putting so much loving energy into the world. And bro, sometimes... energy you put into the world you're still gonna have people who have something something mean to say about you and for the most part it doesn't hurt my feelings I don't care I just think when I'm working this hard my my tolerance gets lower My patience is lower. I'm more sensitive. And it gets to me. Well, you know, sometimes this is not the first time that Lizzo has gone to social media to share her emotions and talk about the haters. Now, you know, people hate on me, too. And there are days where it gets heavy. And I can only assume somebody like Lizzo, who has a um, a much broader uh fan base and audience and visibility around the world same with like a cardi get hated on all the time and i can only assume it's 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 overwhelming now the one thing i know for sure is that if lizzo wanted to be thinner she could do it like if she wanted to lose weight she could now she shouldn't have to lose weight to not be hated on but she could and some would argue that she kind of brings it on herself because she flaunts her body all the time and uh you know she's always sharing her jiggly stuff but then some people would say, hey, I look like that. And I love the fact that she has the confidence to do that. I know when I was big, I didn't have the confidence to take off all my clothes and be doing all of what she's doing. And I also didn't feel like it was respectful either. But that's just my choice, right? This, this, I just didn't feel it. Uh, meaning disrespectful to just myself to even become a topic of conversation. I think that uh, she has a right to be in love with her body, whatever size she is. I did tell her that I lost 120 pounds. And I told her that she had more confidence than I did uh, at the weight that she's at now. Uh, one thing for sure, her spirit, very, very positive, very, very nice. She's a sweet, sweet girl. 
Um, and I've never seen her do anything besides beat up that or threaten to beat up the Uber driver, uh, Uber, the, the Uber Eats girl. But I mean, I've never really seen her do anything that would ca cause so many people to hate her. Why are so many people jealous of her? I don't understand. Uh, now, this is a video of Lizzo making black music. Take a look. And I make music that I hope helps people. Period. I'm not making music for white people. I'm not making music for anybody. I'm a black woman making music. I make black music, period. I'm not serving anyone but myself. Everyone is invited to a Lizzo show, to a Lizzo song, to this good energy. Everyone's invited. Now, listen, she said, she started to say she ain't making this for white people and she caught herself and she did a good PR move because, you know, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You saw the baby had a rough week. You, you fuck with these white folks, they'll try to lynch you. Well, look, uh, I think she said what needed to be said. She makes music for all people. Uh, black people, we love you, Lizzo. I think everybody should love Lizzo. Lizzo is a dope girl. I don't understand the hate, but I also do believe lizzo that like you put your weight out there a lot to be talked about you know what i mean the only reason why i haven't put my penis out there in the world is because i don't want it to be talked about but if i did can't really say anything about it just kind of take the good with the bad so lizzo i'm sending you my love uh do you guys think that it's fair or unfair that she's being judged do you think that she's doing too much and that it's her fault or do you just think that we live in a world that's just so mean and full of hate and why are they picking on this girl and it bothered it bothered cardi to the point to where she tweeted about it this is what cardi said cardi said when you stand up for yourself they claim you're problematic and sensitive when you don't they tear you apart until you're crying like this whether you skinny big plastic they're going to always try to put their insecurities on you remember these are nerds looking at the popular table I love Cardi. Cardi always says what needs to be said on time. And I actually talked to Cardi privately and I'm not going to get into that conversation. But the one thing that I was looking for, not that I asked her directly, was whether or not Lizzo's doing this for attention. And, you know, I didn't ask Cardi this, uh, but what, what came through the most from Cardi was just how she felt it was unfair that Lizzo was being treated like this. And she said, quote, can I quote her? I can quote her. That Lizzo is one of the nicest, happiest people all the time. That just really made me sad for this world that we live in. Why are we so focused on being negative and mean that we want to tear nice people down? Anybody down but nice people down. You know, y'all don't talk about Kaya every day. Why y'all don't talk about all the trolls of the internet? It's so many evil people out here that y'all should be tearing down every day. And I'm about to get into one of them in a minute. I don't understand. I really do not understand. I'm hoping and praying that people will let Lizzo live her life. Wouldn't it be amazing if Drake started fucking Lizzo? Because he likes girls that are BBWs. And then if Drake, ooh, if ooh, if Lizzo was fucking Drake, she it would drive you all crazy. It would really drive the girls who would never have the chance to fuck with Drake crazy because it's always the people that never have the chance to do or get something that have the fucking problems. Like your homegirl who's sitting next to you saying, girl, drop that nigga, he ain't shit, when she ain't got no man. How you take advice from a bum? How you take advice from a bum? You have no man. Oh, and I wouldn't let my kid do that. You don't have kids. 
and the kids you have are so ugly, they wouldn't even have the chance to get it. I'm not talking about anybody's kid in general. It's my birthday, you guys. Just happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm going to celebrate happy with you. By the way, Little Kim is performing at my party in LA next Saturday, this Saturday, this Saturday. So if you're in LA and you want to pop on over, pop, let me know. Just all you got to do is slide in Kelvin's DMs. <laughs> Kelvin, you're producing the, you're, you're handling the list. All right. At, go to at Kelvin Unique. All right. So look. Um, Kelvin is he's responsible for all that. He'll tell me who's asking to come or whatever. If if I know you, whatever, pull up. We got room. But it's gonna be fabulous. It's gonna be fabulous. All right. So uh anyway, good luck, Lizzo. I pray for all the happiness or whatever. Okay, bye. Okay. This girl. Now, Jesse Wu, I can't lie. I'm not as familiar. I know you, we know each other. We've met a couple of times, but I'm not as familiar with everything in your career. So I don't really know like what all this to do is about. I know that you, you know, you did a, uh, do we have a picture of the dinosaur? Can I see it? Jesse, I know you did an, you did an interview with her. Um, I didn't watch it because I don't, I, I don't, I don't do that. But nonetheless, um, I, I know that I also know that you were on, Love and hip hop, right? You are love and hip hop, New York, and was that Atlanta, Miami? Hmm? Whatever. You are love and hip hop. Uh, you weren't on Hollywood because I never saw you. But either way, we know that you know you've had a lot to say about Wild and Out. I'm on the show Wild and Out. Remember, there was the whole drama you created saying that Nick Cannon was a colorist, which I thought was crazy. Nick Cannon is one of the nicest people that gives everybody of every shade a chance. Uh, Nick Cannon is, you, know, you may say his pullout game ain't strong, or he ain't never saw a condom in his life, and that shit's probably accurate. But, baby, when you talk about Nick Cannon, one thing you could never say is that he's a hater or that he doesn't provide opportunities. Well, anyway, I love Nick Cannon. He's, 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 um, he, Nick Cannon will always be a part of my story because he gave me a chance. And he did so just, I mean, I can't even, I can't even sing his praises. Um, but anyway, Jesse Wu doesn't care because she's responding to backlash that she's now receiving on uh, for jokes she did on Wild and Out, where she was talking about Whitney Houston. Now, you guys know I did the party with Whitney Houston in 2012. She died the next day. I was the last person to let the world see her sing. And I was given that honor and privilege. And, and Whitney Houston is um, she's an icon that's loved, uh, beloved by the world. Well, either way, uh, you know. What's the girl name again? No shade. Jesse Wu, sorry. I don't have a teleprompter, so I'm going to just blame the staff on this one. Well, anyway, Jesse, Jesse Wu, she, she, okay, so she did this whole thing where she talked about Nick Cannon not wanting to hire her. Let me show you the clip from that interview that she did some time ago. Take a look. No, you no, 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 but unfortunately, that is not the asset. That is not the asset. No, I said put the video up from the interview she did talking about Nick Cannon and Wildin' Out. Let's try that again. 
I remember I was on Wild and Out season eight. I'll never forget when I auditioned for Wild Now, I auditioned at the comedian and I remember making Nick Cannon laugh. And so I knocked out my audition. And then a couple of days later, I was, I was getting called by his right hand man, which was a woman. And she told me, well, um, where we kind of are filled up with the comedian spots. What do you think about being a Wild Now girl? I'm like, uh, that's not what I wanted to do, but I just really wanted to be on the show. So I accepted it. So I get to LA and I'm thinking it's going to be lit. I'm going to work my way into speaking position. And I'll never forget the day I finally got a speaking role. And I was told that they were not going to give it to me. They were going to give it to Tori Briggs. And I was like, why? She's not even funny. But I was told, well, you're not exotic. You know what I mean? And so me as a dark-skinned girl, as a dark-skinned Caribbean girl from Haiti, being told that I wasn't exotic. You know what I mean? Like it was just like, okay, I'm I'm dark. You know, just say it. And it was crazy because it was a dark skinned woman telling me this. Telling me this. And at the same time, I would I would watch how she treated the exotic girls, how they were able to come to her house every day after the show. They were able to go hang out with her and able to go hang out with Nick. And I was just not invited. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of black gatekeepers that do a lot of bullshit too, and that has to be addressed. So while all these people are coming out with Black Lives Matter, a lot of black lives don't matter to blacks. Well, um, I agree with the last statement that there are black gatekeepers that don't, you know, give opportunity to blacks. But Jesse will, uh, you know, the difference between a lot of the stories here that I talk about on this show is that I have firsthand knowledge of the back behind the scenes of Wild and Out. There's only one dark, dark, dark skin, darker skin woman in the producer realm. Um, and you're talking about Dolly. She's a beautiful black skin, very dark skin, um, but but beautiful black, strong black, pro as fuck black woman. She's in fact now the president of Charlemagne's uh, podcast network, The Black Effect. Shout out to Dolly. Um, Dolly does not handle the Wild and Out Girls. You're talking about Danielle, who's Nick's right hand, and she's not dark skinned. She's lighter than you, and she's probably my color. So you're saying that this darker skinned woman was treating you differently. I don't believe that. Um, I know I've known Danielle for years. In fact, Danielle's the one that introduced me to Nick Cannon and, and set me up with uh, the interview that led to me getting a job. Um, and she takes pride in auditioning women of all shapes and sizes and colors and twins and this and that. I've been at her auditions. I've actually sat in and auditioned some of the girls who tried out for the show. So color never plays a part um, in her decision making. The thing I love about Wild and Out is that it is such a family environment where we got each other's backs. Uh, Justina Valentine was just at my house in L.A. with Danielle last week. We didn't even talk about this because I didn't know this was going to be a topic. Uh, and I wasn't on the last two seasons because uh, just the scheduling and all that would just be too much for me to get away from other things. But Wildin' Out is the most fun, inclusive set, period, from our staff to our producers to the cast, our barbers, the, the wardrobe team. Like It's the best team in television. I don't understand where that came from. And this is what I will say. Some of y'all black people be playing the race, the, the colorism card. You guys have called me a colorism colorist so much because I used to say I like light-skinned Dominican guys or this or that or whatever. 
And then you've had me even feel guilty to come on the show and explain to you who I'm fucking in my bedroom. Fuck you. Some of you have this white person's cancerous problem called colorism, and you're ruining your culture, all our culture, with your bullshit. Now, I'm not going to say colorism's not real, but everything ain't colorism. Maybe you just weren't funny. Maybe you just weren't funny, and then maybe when you spoke, they just didn't want to hear your voice. Or maybe when they saw how you was moving behind the scenes, because they watch you behind the scenes, maybe they felt you was a snake and couldn't trust you, so they wanted to keep you in the cut. Because you do realize... You know, when you go out there and you bust a joke, because my first joke on on Wildin' Out hit so hard, I got five seasons on that show. And I've never been a comedian. I've never been a rapper, dancer, none of that. Five seasons. So I don't understand how you would make these allegations, but I'm going to tell you who I blame for all this bullshit. I'm going to blame Nick Cannon because he's too fucking nice. Now, after she did all that, Nick brought her on his show and had a whole conversation about it. He let her use, he used his platform to let her air out what she felt was wrong, even though it wasn't true from his perspective or anybody else's perspective. And I was, I had, I hadn't talked to Nick because Nick don't have a phone no more. He's not running from his baby mamas. He just don't have a phone. And he done followed everybody on Instagram. And so I haven't talked to Nick about this, but when I saw him give his platform to her to speak out, it just says a lot about who he is as a person because he was literally saying, look, if you feel I wronged you here, come and talk about it. Then he casted her in the show. Now, this is why you got to be careful what you do to God's children, because I believe Nick Cannon is one of God's children. Nick Cannon brought her on the show, gave her a job as a comedian. And then she told a joke about Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, as you know, is a deceased icon. Some things you just don't do. And so... This would be like bringing a, a patty pie to the repast of Aretha Franklin. Is this some shit you just don't do? <laughs> Boy, Aretha would have hopped out that box and beat the shit out of y'all bring that patty pie in there. Y'all know that? Aretha does not play. Well, anyway, she cracked this joke. Let me show you the joke. Take a look. You... Have reached my line, okay. but unfortunately, I do not have the time. Let's go. And I, I'm dead. I didn't even hear the joke until right then. Whew. So is your career on Wildin' Out. They ain't bringing you back after that. They are not bringing you back after that. Them white folks was sitting in video in in the in the village. That's what they call where they're producing the show. That's not even a show. That's not even a joke that just fell dead. That was a joke that was just so reckless that in the insensitivity of it all, but it was the karma. Play the joke one more time. You have reached my line, okay. but unfortunately, I do not have the time. Let's go. And I, I'm dead. Well, 
she's responding because people have said a lot about it. First, before I tell you a response, let me share what they said on Twitter. This is what they said. My opinion on Jesse Wu's Whitney Houston joke on Wild and Out is there has been worse things said about other deceased celebrities. I feel like this new generation is so soft and sensitive nowadays, but the joke wasn't really funny. Another person said, just saw Jesse Wu's joke on Wild and Out, uh, on Whitney Houston on Wild and Out. Love a good kiki, but that really wasn't funny. Did anyone actually laugh? And this person said, the Jesse Wu situation is displaced anger. Does she produce the show? Who chose to put Whitney in that game? They try it on that show all the time, long before she joined. And yet, whatever. I don't know. I think it was instant karma. Um, I don't think that folks have had this big of a reaction to any of the jokes. I think it was insensitive. I think because of who Whitney is to all of us and how she died. Um, and even though it's almost been 10 years, it's still too soon. Uh, what do you guys think? You can tell me when you come up here later. But uh, Jesse has now responded. Uh, this is what she said. The show is called Wild and Out, okay? And when you watch the show over the years, the men on the show, they get to come on the show and say the wildest things, the most disrespectful things. Like, And it's still considered comedy. It's comedic. And I've always liked that because I'm somebody who I love, I fucking love dark humor. I love dark humor. That's why like, my favorite... Like my favorite comedians are the comedians who push the boundaries, who don't stay within the box, who don't um, who don't play it safe. Like they're gonna go up there, they're gonna say what they got, what they want to say, how they how they want to say it. And um, well, the girl can sing. I see you guys in the comments. She can't sing. You can't you can't take that from her. But why do you love dark humor? Is that colorist? Sounded a little colorist to me. What about light humor? You don't like a little light humor? So you only like dark humor. Okay, got it. So colorism only works when you don't get the job. You get to decide what color and shade of comedy you like. It's my birthday. That's all I know. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! I'm gonna celebrate with you. celebrate. Dark humor. <laughs> I don't know if you're canceled, girl. Maybe I'll see you backstage when I get there. Uh, Jessie is very beautiful, though, and she can't sing. Uh, maybe she she should go back to loving hip hop and fight through her issues. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Well, either way, goodbye, girl. All right, look. Make sure you guys take the number down because I'm not going to be here taking a bunch of calls tonight. I'm I'm in Studio B. I got a party tomorrow here in New York City. I heard some of you are coming up. If you guys get here tomorrow, we are partying. You better be early because Keisha is the list long. Keisha, come over here real quick. This is Keisha with the COVID. Come here. All right. So now, how many RSVPs do we have? I stopped counting. You stop counting. Yes, look at this. Let me Don't show them the list. They can't see from here. So okay, show. Them. Is this the list? That is this the whole list? No, I'm still. On, I'm gonna finish. And and only 250 people can get in. Okay, well those are the. But they got plus ones too. I'm popular. What the fuck? You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna have this gagging chain on tomorrow too. By the way, but I'm gonna have lots of security. So please don't try it. You will die. Okay, uh, yeah, but we're partying here in New York City. Anyway, um, 
so this is the phone number to call in. Let me put it up really quick. And also let me put up the link so you can get in the queue. The queue looks like it's full, but it's almost full. 1402 gagging. Put that in your phone. Make sure you call and get in the waiting room right now because we're almost there. I only have two more two more topics to go. All right, cool. 1402 gagging. And then this is the link right here to get on live with me. All right, cool. Well, listen. Um commercial. Is it time for a commercial? No. Well, I don't know how I'm going to read a commercial because there's nothing in the teleprompter. Kelvin, this is what we're going to do. Y'all need to, you know what? Can we do a break? <laughs> Can we do a commercial break and put a photo up? Okay, here's what we're going to do. Let's put, do a commercial break real quick. Put the dinosaur in the photo in the box. And 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 just let's do a commercial. Not right now, but fuck, let's do this next topic. All right, cool. Well, listen, Nicki Minaj. I do not want to talk about you. Every time I wake up, is Cuomo coming to my party? You know what? Cuomo is not coming to my birthday party. <laughs> Y'all are messy. You know that man don't got no job. He can't afford to get in. Look, uh, Nicki Minaj is in the news again because they're saying they're being sued. And I want to make sure I get this right. And since I don't have any notes, let me say this. So her and her husband, uh, Petty, Mr. Petty, are being sued by this alleged rape, rape victim who is uh, saying that, that they've been intimidating and harassing her. Now, I look, I somebody says surviving the Petty. I don't even look for these stories and why this is even a story right now is crazy. The fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic, Delta variant is coming. People are literally falling off of planes in Afghanistan. Bigger things are happening in the world. It's my birthday and we're still talking about the petties. Why are we still talking about the petties? Well, anyway, this woman named Jennifer Ho, do we have a picture of Jennifer Ho? We don't have a picture of her because she's trying to stay low key, but she's not really because she's filing a lawsuit. She filed it on Friday, and this is stemming from a case all the way back in 1994 when she was just 16 years old. You know, Kenneth Petty, Nicki Minaj's husband and baby daddy. Oh, wait, are they married? Yeah, they're married. Okay. Anyway, uh, he got arrested and convicted of rape back in the day. He's also a convicted, a convicted murderer. He killed somebody, uh, manslaughter or whatever. But he's done his time and he's he's out here. Um, hopefully he's registered though. But anyway, she's saying that Nikki Nikki directly and indirectly intimidated her in an alleged attempt to get her to recant the legitimate stories of her past with uh, Petty. Now look, why Nicki Minaj, one of the biggest stars to ever live in hip hop and fuck up their career? Why would you, of all people? be going and trying to intimidate a rape victim who was a part of an incident that happened in 1994 when she was only 16 years old. Why would you do that? Why? Why? It makes no sense. Well, anyway, what doesn't make, what else doesn't make sense is that Jennifer's also claiming that Kenneth, who was also 16 at the time, uh, had raped her at forcing her into a home at knife point. So apparently there was a knife involved where he raped her. Allegedly. Now, what they're saying is that Nikki and Kenneth are bribing her and her associates and offering them money to their, offer money to their families and offering to have uh, the defendant, Minaj, record a birthday video for the plaintiff's daughter. 
So in exchange for recanting the story that her husband raped this girl when she was a little girl, she would do a birthday video for her daughter. Nikki, nobody wants a birthday video from you. I don't even want one. It's my birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm gonna celebrate with you. Happy birthday! Nikki, I don't even want one. So why would a woman who was raped by your husband want a birthday video from you? or her daughter. This just makes no sense. I feel like the world is in a permanent retrograde. Doesn't it seem like every day you wake up, the world is in permanent Mercury retrograde? Oh, you guys should see what's happening at Hollywood Unlocked. It's Mercury retrograde every day over there. I wish I could tell you, but the law says I can't. Okay, so either way, now this is what's happening. Now, do we have a video of the plea? Oh, there was a video plea. Wait. Okay. She made a video making a plea to the couple to leave her alone earlier this year. You guys may have seen it because a lot of you were coming to me saying, Jason, can you interview this girl? Can you interview? And by the way, I would interview you. Uh, Jennifer, if you're out there and you get this video, I would interview you here on Hollywood Unlocked. And I would put that interview all over the world. So please, if you want to, call Sabrina Peterson and ask her how well of an interview I would do. Uh, hey, T.I. Tiny. Okay, listen, this is the video plea that was made earlier this year. Take a look. message is for Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty. Tell your fucking people to leave my family alone, okay? Don't call my fucking family. Don't call my brothers. Don't call anybody. Leave me and my family the fuck alone. Now, did that seem like somebody was lying to you? I don't think so. I didn't I didn't get lying. I got she was very much um upset about it. Now, Kenneth spent 4 years in jail and he pled guilty to attempted rape. And I don't understand why they're continuing to harass this woman allegedly. Now, they said that Nikki is gone allegedly gone and offered this woman $500,000 to recant the story. I personally think it's the narcissism of Nicki Minaj who's trying to get this story recanted so that way her, her stained image won't be so stained by this. Plus, on top of that, everywhere they move, he has to put her address in the news because he has to be registered as a sex offender. Now, uh, Jennifer's also saying that Nicki and her husband have been stalking her 22-year-old daughter. I will say if Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty are doing this, they need to be locked up. They both need to go to prison. They both need to go to prison. It can I ask a question? And I don't mean to be disrespectful because everybody knows I've been trying my hardest to get past this woman. But when will Nicki Minaj be canceled? What does she have to do to be canceled? What does she have to do? I don't know what she has to do to be canceled. Is this not enough? You guys talk about protect black women. Does it not uh, 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 um, pertain to Jennifer or is she just not black enough? Okay, so you mean to tell me that, so Nicki Minaj can be accused of intimidating, threatening, harassing a woman who was raped, allegedly raped. I'll just say alleged. No, not allegedly because he, he played guilty. 
raped at knife point by her husband. And you guys mean to tell me she ain't canceled yet? Wow. It's the double standard for me. I think you guys are all sick. Well, listen, Jennifer, Hollywood Unlocked will always be a platform that is fair and that will be fair to you. If you want to come and do an interview with me, I'm here for you. Let me know. To Nikki and her husband, I don't know what y'all doing, but y'all must both want to go to prison. Well, well, Kenneth, you may want to go back to prison because, you know, I know they call you zoo in the streets and I know you know a lot of people. A lot of people know you, but it's a small world. You got a lot of stuff going on out here. You know what I mean? And you just got to be careful because you just really never know how people are going to react to what you're doing. I don't want any issues with Zoo or Nikki. I just have a job to do. But I, I, I'm, un, I'm unclear why every single day it's something else. It's Nikki liking a tweet talking about somebody. It's Kenneth not registering. It's Nikki sending the goons for this girl. Like, what is happening? And no, Nikki's not a victim. So please stop saying Nikki feels trapped. I have never seen a video of Kenny Kenneth being overly aggressive with Nikki, checking or being disrespectful to Nikki. I think he gives her a certain level of protection and comfort. You know what I mean? Uh, that makes her feel, you know, validated. Because we know from what I've heard is he's really in the streets or really from the streets. I don't know that he's still there or whatever. Maybe he is. I don't care. But I guess he's been in the streets and Nikki doesn't really have that credibility. She's not, never been no gangster. She got long money so she can pay people to do stuff. And she probably has. They said she'd be on the phones with the people in prisons. I don't know what she got going on. But ain't that racketeering? If Nicki Minaj is on the phone with people in prison, setting up situations, asking questions, is that not racketeering? Allegedly. Good job, Kelvin. Good job. Well, either way, if you're allegedly contacting people in prison, setting up situations and making phone calls, that is racketeering. Listen, please tap Nikki's phone. Start following Kenneth Petty. Follow the money. Who's getting paid? Okay. And check Karen Civil too, because she does Nikki's dirty work. You know, she's passing a buck or two around to do some shit. I think they should all go to prison. There would be nothing that would make me happier than to turn on the news one day and see all these racketeers going to prison. The world would be a better place. I think if Nicki Minaj was in prison, the world would feel a lot safer, personally. Because at this point, you're just a domestic terrorist. And you're doing it for no reason. You're fucking barbs. They all need to go to prison. I hate the barbs so much. You all are the worst, most disgusting, vile group of people. And I'm not talking about the people that like Nicki Minaj's music, because I like her music too, but it's her fans. You guys ruined her career. You single-handedly ruined her career. You are the worst, most toxic, disgusting, filthy people. You guys harass Normani. You harass Megan Thee Stallion. You harass Little Kim. You harass Cardi B. You harass anybody, Miley Cyrus, anybody who's ever had a chance of a problem with your girl. Your girl's had a problem with. And Nikki gaslights you guys. You guys are all so pathetic. I, I hate the barbs. I thought I ran into a barb the other day when I was shopping here in New York because he kept circling around me while I was while I was at the at the register and I had my people with me. Boy, we was about to wear your ass out right there in the middle of Bloomingdale's. You, I, it was a big old wooden head sitting on the thing. And I had already, I scoped the room to see where the weapons are. Boy, I was going to beat your bloody um, Barbie brains out. Don't fucking play with me when I'm in public. Leave me alone. All right. Well, anyway, Nikki, uh, if you do go to prison, I'm going to, I've never been a street journalist, but I'm going to be outside the courthouse. 
Jason Lee reporting live from the courthouse where Nicki Minaj is facing racketeering charges. Now, today, um, you know, we have a witness, Takashi Snitch 9, and he will be coming here today. Wait, do we have Judge Jason? Do we have it? Roll the promo. Fuck, you don't have it? Do you have it or no? Uh, oh, yeah. Roll it. Imagine if Nicki Minaj had to go to court and Judge Jason was the judge. He would be so unfair. All right. Well, anyway, um, bye, y'all. Okay. Um, damn. My boy Prince is in the news. Now, I was just with him like two weeks ago. Shout out to Prince. Me and Keisha were just with him literally a few weeks ago in Miami. He took care of us the night that we were at the club before we ran into Rihanna and Walgreens. Prince is always taking care of us when we've gone to Miami. He's a good guy. Isn't this Shane Fire though? This is nice, huh? It looks nicer than I thought. It looks good. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Prince is locked up because they, well, he's out now, but he's facing charges of domestic violence and alleged kidnapping and battery because he got into it with his ex-girlfriend. Apparently she showed up, a fight ensued. I don't know all the details, but then they, but then they're saying he punched her or whatever. And so this is a video of him seen in court, which is really sad. Take a look. Okay, I'll hear argument. Uh, Judge, as we know, with kidnapping cases, uh, there's a, a very specific test involved that came out of Faison, um, and specifically for the record, well, he's emotional because he's in jail and he's facing all these charges and I don't know what's going to happen. Um, now, everybody was so quick to attack him and say he was gay. Now that he got a girl and he's emotional over facing charges, now they're saying he's soft. Now, I don't know why he was crying for getting bail because when you get bail, you're supposed to be happy. That was like $6,000, like $600 or something. Either way, I don't know why he was crying and I don't have the teleprompter here to tell me why he was crying. So I'll just say that he was crying. Now, either way, I know I'm talking to him. I did text him recently. We were texting back and forth that he, he believes that the charges against him will be dropped. He, but, but, you know, when you find yourself in the midst of so much turmoil, you're in a fight with Tory Lanez. Now you're in a fight with this. You're in a fight with the public who are questioning your sexuality, which you know it's not true. You got a lot going on. Sometimes you got to take a step out of it all and get with Zen. When I feel like so much is going on around me in life, I just get centered and I'd be like, yo, what is going on? Uh, uh, uh. And Prince, you too cute to be in jail. Because if I was in jail and I had a roommate that looked like you, baby. Mm. Do we have a commercial? Can I read it? I. It's not in the teleprompter. You have single-handedly ruined tonight's show. It's a damn commercial. The, the commercial's on the notes. So you want me to read the paper? Yes, please. Wow. I'm a, <laughs> so believable. 
I'm gonna tell you right now, if I don't get paid for this advertisement, heads is gonna roll. Oh my God. Uh, just come back from the commercial. Let's go. Wait, what the hell? No, wait, go back. I need a minute. Put the put it back up. Put it back up. Okay, wait. Um I'm gonna do this one. Okay, go ahead. I'm ready. I love playing my Faith Evans, Little Kim, and Rihanna throughout the day. And these let me listen in peace while I'm on the go, out and about, and don't want to bother others with my music. Let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort. And unlike some other brands, they don't stick out of your ears like these. And I ain't gonna lie, I was recently at Ray J's house and I and he gave me a bunch of Raycons. We need to start using Raycons in the studio because even though there's an ad here that I have to read because this is what they pay me to read, I actually really love these headphones. They not only just go in your ear, they stick in and they suck all the way into your ear and there's no outer covering or nothing. And it's just like all the way in. It fits you perfectly like a glove. And I bought a bunch of them and I just started giving them to my friends. These are low-key, Ray J, you killed it with this one. Okay, so let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort. And unlike some other brands, they don't stick out of your ears. I just told you that. Raycons have a 32-hour life, a battery life, so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really long time. Now, they start off at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons comes with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really don't lose. Give them a try. You'll see what I mean. Now, I'm going to tell you guys how to go do this. I want every single person listening. You've never seen me talk about an ad like this. Try it and then come back and tell me what you think about it. And if you don't like it, you always have 45 days to send it back if you don't want it. Right now, Gagging with Jason Lee listeners get 15% off of their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash gagging. That's buyraycon.com slash gagging to save 15% on Raycon, Raycons. That's B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash gagging. 15% off. When he showed me the price point, when Ray J showed me the price point of all of the different uh, brands that, you know, whatever. Because even I had like the um, the Apple AirPods paying $200, $300 for those, losing them every other month. These are like cheap as hell, but the quality is so good. And when you stick it in your ear, it literally sucks all the way in. I didn't even hear, I couldn't even hear Ray J talking to me. It was like noise cancellation. Go right now. I'm going to do it again. Buyraycon.com slash gagging. Get your 15% off. And tweet that Ray J, tweet Ray J that Jason sent you. Okay, bye. I didn't even, I didn't even know that was an ad today, but um, I was, I was, I was like, okay, Ray J, I could see why. You killing it. Um, I don't know what's going on right here, y'all. Do I have a second ad? Just do it right now. Go ahead. 
listen, everybody, there's just a specialist for just about everything, right? Well, when my car breaks down, I go to a mechanic. When there's a problem with my shower, I call a plumber. So when you want to get your uneven, crooked teeth fixed, you can see an orthodontist. They're the specialist, and that's what sets Candid, the invisible, comfortable, and removable aligners above the rest. We having a staff meeting right after this. All right, listen. Um, while poorly reviewed or insanely priced clear aligner companies use general dentists, Candidly only works with orthodontists. With Candid, the same orthodontist who created your plan is with you from start to finish, so you never have to wonder how you're doing. Your treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. You can book an appointment at a Candid studio near you or do everything from the comfort and convenience of your own home. The average Candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing results way before then, and it costs thousands less than traditional braces. And with your aligner treatment, you'll get Candid's teeth whitening for free. Now, Candid can help you save the straight. Candid can help you get the straighter, whiter, brighter smile you've always wanted. Right now, you can get started from home for just $20 with a Candid Starter Kit, or you can book an appointment at a Candid studio near you today. Go to CandidCO.com slash gagging and use the code gagging. That's CandidCO.com slash gagging, code gagging. Take advantage of this limited time offer for a $20 starter kit. CandidCO.com slash gagging, code gagging. Get my merch. You can get this shirt right here. Go to hollywoodunlock.com slash shop and get all of the merch. This sweater is still up there. I love the white one too. And then you could also subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to youtube.com slash hollywoodunlocked. Boom, $1.99. All right, look, we're also in the process of getting our samples done for our merch. We got all types of exciting stuff and I got it all on my side, so I will be showing you soon. All right, is that it? Is it time to talk to people? Okay, look, get in the queue right now, 1402 gagging. Go ahead and put some applause. One four zero two gagging. Put up. One four zero two gagging. That's how you call me. And stop giving me these half ass, half ass claps. I, it's my birthday. I love the happy birthday song. Me too. Hey, so happy birthday, Jason. They ain't got to do it again. But I do have a lot to say about the Tonight Show, which was amazing. So let's so, First of all, we all forgot about him a long time ago. I remember I did like a little uh, video. I don't, I don't want to have... Tons of recaps tonight. It's too much. And I understand people, they need them for their videos, but just, just talk about one of the topics. Okay, so my main topic, the main topic I want to talk about, you might want to throw up a disclaimer real quick. It's about the petties. Um, I don't know why she loves rapists, but I feel like they on some Robin and Batman type shit. And it's like Jennifer get to the petty cave. So I don't understand why the fuck 
they think it's okay. And I feel like the super base is uh what's his name? Kevin Petty. That's booming and that's him raping women. And the super base is what her bank account gonna do. You know, I, mm. you know, I'm but y'all trying to read notes, girl. This is not that. You got to go back and practice your reading. I'm sorry. I love you though. Um... Hey, Jason, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. So happy birthday, by the way. You know, happy, birthday. Happy, birthday. happy birthday. But you know, so. Happy birthday, you know, it's Leo season. I'm a Leo. My birthday was the ninth, you know what I'm saying? So turn up. And um, I just really want to comment on your hosting skills on the Baddies Reunion. First of all, you are true Leo because you, you you got them bitches together. You feel me? Like you weren't playing with them hoes. Because if you notice the last Zeus, all the Zeus reunions, them bitches just talk over uh everybody but you got them hosts together and i totally respect that he did such a classy way and you were just so gorgeous like yeah well people were mad at me for okay so what she's talking about those of you that don't know i hosted the baddies atl reunion for the zeus network part one just aired on the 15th part two airs this sunday um let me ask you people were really they were really mad at me for telling judy that she looked like she had COVID and hepatitis but wasn't it kind of disrespectful that she came over and just took my drink and started drinking it yeah and then she tried to hug you like everything was okay like girl people do have COVID and hepatitis out here what's wrong with that like yeah, but, you don't know which you know i know in all in all fairness to judy she's a fan of mine and so she was happy to meet me so we you know you'll see what happens later i think it ended well but immediately, that was my first time meeting her. I had never met her before. I had never seen her. And so I see her drinking my drink and trying to hug and kiss me. Like, if you know me, anybody that knows me knows, I don't even like to be touched. You're a germaphobe. I don't like to be touched, you know? Yeah, you're a germaphobe. I already know. Well, that until I drink that 1942. But thank you so much. Um, it was fun. It was fun. And Dina, where are you from? Um... I'm from Tennessee, but I live in Florida now, you know what I'm saying? So I live in Tampa, actually. You should come out here. Look, as soon as they want to book me, I'm there, as long as it's not a super spreader. Yeah, 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 yeah. Money, I already know, like, money is the motive. Like, you, you, you that getting money naked. Like, keep doing you, like, yes. Thank you. Nice meeting you. Thank you so much. Weedy Pooh, what do you think about all this? Well, I got done. You got, I have, I have a stroke. So I can't be on the. Fuck. I'm sorry, but I got, I have the stroke. But I just, I just wanted to see you left. One last time. Mm. Okay. Well, don't say one last time, Weedy Poo. You're right. going to be okay. Right. Yeah, you okay. are, Weedy. Okay. I Hold love on. you. Hold on. Wait, are you okay? I'm, I'm in the hospital. 
I'm so what's going on? Are, are, are you are you going to be okay? So, um, I, 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 I plan to be. I plan. I plan to be. So, just I want you to say my prayer. Say my prayer. Say my prayer. I can't get it out. But just Maybe we got I'm, you. Huh? We got you, Weedy Poo. Listen, um, message me or message us if you can, or have some messages and tell us what hospital you're at. Okay. Okay. I'm a metro um metro hospital in in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. All right. Well, listen, um, we'll get your, get somehow get your people in touch with us. Um, send us some, your information so we can get in touch with you. Okay. Okay. I love you. We love you too. Weedy Poo. And stay here as long as you can. You know, we, we care about you here at the show. Everybody here does. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, I don't really know how to keep this going. Um, hmm. I'm gonna come back to Sharon. We get, we I'll come back to you in a second. Hey, uh, Amberlyn. Hey, Jason. Um, I hope you feel feel better, Weedy Pooh. I'm so sorry. Like, I hope you get better. I have high blood pressure, so I understand that strokes are right around the corner. Um. For Lizzo, it's giving very much insecure. It's giving very much seeking attention. It's giving very much false advertisement because if you're a big woman and you love yourself, you love your body, you got your ass hanging out, that should be something that you're unapologetic about. At this point, you're seeking attention. You know what I'm saying? As for Jessie Wu, she can kiss my ass. She's disgusting for ever making up a joke about Whitney Houston. She's an icon, bitch. You will never. I don't give a fuck what your voice sounds like, bitch. When you take that wig off, you look like a brand new motherfucking chicken, bitch. With three hairs on top of your head. So stop fucking playing with me. Okay? As for Nicki Minaj, bitch, you mad, you bored. You ain't came out with no new music. You at home with your baby while your nigga is strolling past fucking schools, bitch. Looking for the next victim. And it's not allegedly, bitch. So you're seeking attention, too. You're looking for somebody to give you a storyline, give you some views or something, bitch. You need to sit down, raise your baby, and be a motherfucking mammy. It's over with. I'm tired of the motherfucking barbs. I'm tired of them hoes. Stop coming in my fucking lives. Stop coming in Jason's lives. We don't care about the motherfucking unicorns. Like, if you that motherfucking concerned about it, you should make sure that Nicki Minaj get away from that Mr. Raper man. Period. And as for motherfucking Judy, bitch, you dick-sucking asshole. Don't be sitting up here trying to grab a man's drink or anybody's fucking drink. We don't know whether you eating pussy, sucking dick, whether you licking motherfucking piles of mud on the sidewalk, bitch. Don't pick up nobody's drink. I wouldn't drink off my motherfucking mama, period. I wouldn't drink off of nobody. My nigga, he eating my pussy and licking my ass. I'm not eat, I'm not drinking and licking up, eating off of you, bitch. I don't give a fuck how much I suck your dick. I'm not doing that. You a nasty bitch. How dare you? Why would you do that? Especially in COVID times, though. You should have got slapped down and stomped down by the security guards for even trying it, stupid. With your manly built ass, bitch. You need to go get a fucking BBL. And you need to get some better wigs. That wig wasn't even good to my invisible, invisible bitch. I could see it. 
stop playing with me. Raggedy asshole playing with my goddamn Jason. Then they was talking all over you. I'm like, if they don't shut the fuck up, I was trying to jump through the damn camera on their ass. Like, shut the fuck up and let this man talk and ask a question. It was like a waste of a whole hour. Actually, actually, we filmed that at we filmed that from 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. You guys just get the best two hours of it. I will say one thing about the baddies. I, you know, I don't know. I know a Tanisha and I know uh, Natalie, but you know, and I know Megan, and I don't know all those other girls. But I will tell you, um, love and hip hop. We had more respect for our host. You know, our host. This was their their reunion. They hosted the reunion. I did what could be done, but y'all don't even know half of how disrespectful that set was. And I, I will say. Um, you know, while I would love to go back, baby, when I go back, if I do, if I get welcome back as the host, there's gonna have to be a production meeting because we absolutely gonna have to have ways of controlling that shit. You know what I mean? It was a, it was a, it was a shit show, and I think that for the most part, a lot of those girls just showed up to uh, the camera time. You know, but you know, a lot of them. At least I know Sydney and Judy did, but you'll see how part two airs. Uh, but yeah, thank you for bringing the show up a little bit because that weedy poo thing kind of laid us all out. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Jameer, what's up, Jameer? Hey, what's up, Jason? First, I want to say happy birthday. You feel me? Like, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, so um, the first thing I'm going to talk about Lizzo. So for me, first, I'm sending healing energy to Lizzo. Um, first, I don't think she brings this on herself and is seeking attention. Um, she is doing what most artists have to do, which is to interact with their fans. I dislike when people say things, uh, say things like, this is what she signed up for. This isn't what she signed up for, but unfortunately, this is what comes with the, with the uh, territory. And for Lizzo, you fucking winning, Lizzo. Cardi B says she wants to eat your fucking pussy. So spread them fucking thick thighs wide open and make that pussy purr. Okay, mamas? Do that. And next for Nicki Minaj. This is all I want to say about Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is about to destroy her legacy with surrounding herself with alleged rapists and pedophiles um, from her brother to her husband. Which instead of um, harassing Jessica, what she need to do is respond to Lil' Kim's request to battle her in a versus battle because she's been dodging that fate for a minute. So leave Jessica alone and respond to Lil' Kim so we can get, um, so you can, so we can um, finally solidify the true queen of raunchy rap. And I don't even want to talk about Jesse Wu because that joke, I still ain't find the joke, Jason. That shit wasn't funny. It was flatter than her fucking ass. That's all I got to say. Little Kim will be performing at my birthday party this Saturday. Oh gosh. Karen, you need to be a permanent fixture on the daily read over at Bigo because just you coming up is just you got the Bigo girls upset. They hate you so much and I love it. All right. Um, the daily read is a show I have over on Bigo every Monday morning, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. It's crazy. It's all about the people on Bigo. These people literally are just like 
it's a lot going on. There. You got to check it out. People keep saying I'm watering down my brand by interviewing some of these people because they're nobody. I'm actually doing the opposite. I know exactly what I'm doing, and soon you will know too. But Sharon pulls up and does the mess report there, and it's just, I don't know. We might have to add you to the show. It's, it's hilarious. Okay, so Sharon, what do you think about tonight? Um, well, first, I want to say I love coming on the Daily Read, so I will be there every day. Um, and then I want to say, you know, we're sending our well wishes to you, Weedy Poo. You had me for a minute. I was, I was gone. You know, Jason couldn't click on me, but tears was coming. But um, it, let that also show you, Jason, how much you impact people's lives um, that she wanted to log in and uh, see you. So we love you, Weedy Poo. We're sending you our prayers. Um, thank you to the Gad Nation family, Amberland and Jameer, because now you guys have brought it back up. Okay, so now let me get into the mess report. This one's for you, Weedy Poo. Okay, let's start off with Silento. Okay, this is crazy because you never know who the fuck you're standing next to, even in your own fucking family. One day you're sitting there and you're doing the nae and you're whipping, and the next thing you know, the bitch whip a gun out on you and shoot your ass. This motherfucker shot his own goddamn cousin. Okay, now. Silento, you're not getting out. You're not going to see the day of light. But maybe you could come up with some type of prison dance or something like that. Good luck to you, Silento. Now, Lizzo, I'm going to be blunt with you, sis. Okay, you said that you think that the world doesn't love you back. Bitch, they don't. We fat bitches. They always going to talk about us, okay? They going to talk about us if we skinny bitches, okay? But the thing is, is that even though the whole world don't love you, there's a lot of people that do. Take that. Bitch, don't bring your ass up on screen crying no more. We don't want to see no motherfucking tears, Lizzo. Suck that shit up. You got the money to go to a restaurant, get you a good steak, a good lobster tail. And shut the fuck up, you rich bitch. I was so sorry for you. I told you this shit before, Lizzo. Now, moving on to Jesse Root, okay? Girl, I think you just sour. It sounds like you're bitter to me, okay? Maybe it's not the fact that you're not exotic, but maybe it's the fact that you are not funny, okay? If you look at the cast on Wildin' Out, that's all you see is dark niggas. That's all you see. Jason. Yes, Jason, but you a light-skinned nigga though, Jason. But what I'm saying is that it is diverse, okay? DC like, Young's Life, Chico Bean, these are all dark niggas, okay? So it, it, I don't see the colorism. Color. Girl, I, and I, I haven't seen you on anything else. So it's the whole world colorist? Because the whole world don't want to see your ass. Yeah. So the whole world must be colorless then. Okay, get the fuck out of here. Your jokes are awful. Then you want to sit there and go off on a legend, go back to the bleachers, you go. Okay, now Nikki. Nikki, you knew who you married. Your last name is Petty, but it don't mean you got to sit there and participate, participate in pedophile activities. Okay? You married a murderer. You married a pedophile. This is the thing. Instead of sitting there and chasing after this girl, what you need to be doing, Nikki, is you need to be watching for your own life because I watch these stories all the time. That nigga going to get you, okay? He going to get you. So if I was you, Nikki, I would be planning an, uh, uh, an escape. That's what I would be doing. Prince. Prince, how the fuck you get knocked out by a leprechaun and then go and beat up your motherfucking girlfriend? It is the misplaced anger for me, nigga. What I need you to do is I need you to be on your best behavior because Prince, you out there too much. But if you get locked up, I'm telling you right now, you need to go ahead and get these two fingers right here and start stretching out the rim of that booty hole because you're going to get rammed, <laughs> motherfucker, when you go to jail. They're going to ram your ass. Okay? I wish you and your booty hole well wishes. Now, remember, there is nothing too messy for the messy report. And we cover the mess so you don't have to stress. That's all, Jason. <laughs> <laughs>
Happy birthday. Happy Unfortunately, I'm not gonna take you calls because the weedy poo thing kind of threw me off. So I do want to say, uh, you know, I y'all almost caught me in tears over here, but I had to catch myself because I got to put it together. You know, a lot of you just just go to thoughts and prayers. Just just go to thoughts and prayers. So, um. A lot of you have to understand something. I started this show out of somebody trying to shade me and whatever. I never have done a live show. I've only done a couple actual live shows, live audience shows. Actually, I think two in my whole career because I just I like creating creating for my house. I, there's comfort in my house. If you've ever met me personally, I am in person. I'm not. I'm like I'm not like this when you meet me in person. I'm very chill, laid back, reserved. You know, I could turn up when it's time to turn up, but I watch Law and Order, Golden Girls. I'd be chilling watching Wendy and The View. I am not all wild and crazy, and I never ever talk about these people in my real life because I don't care ultimately. But I do stuff for entertainment. I do this and I show up for you. But it, it 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 there's something to be said about the fact that you guys continue to show up for me and i just have to say from the bottom of my heart i appreciate you weedy pool we know how much this show means to you we know how much i mean to you we know how much this the people that are here mean to you i was watching people on the screen as you were talking and people were emotional because we all feel connected to one another you know it's so crazy we're not we're not in each other's lives every single day in person, but we're still connected to one another. And this show has taught me that in order for me to continue to excel in my career, I have to have a deeper connection with my audience. My audience has to feel like they have a deeper connection with me. And so, Weedy Pooh, just so you know, we do care about you here at Hollywood a lot. We talk about you all the time. And we love that the show gets you through um, some of your, your challenging days. Uh, and I have to say that we do care about you and wish you the best. People are emotional over here. I'm watching them on the screen. And, you know, I don't want to keep the show going when I know inside I don't feel like that. Um, but I will say I want to dedicate the show to you. I rebuke you saying that you wanted to show up one last time because I believe in God and I believe in prayer. And I believe that all of the people that are emotional watching the show and all the people in the comments and all the people on the panel are sending their prayers up so that way they reach you right there in your bedside. And... I believe that you'll be here next week. I'm just going to pray on it and, and I'm going to log in and you're going to be here. So we dedicate the show to you, Weedy Poo. Thank you to everybody who showed up. Um, to me, this is not a show killer. This is a moment of humanity and our ability to just feel love for one another. And um, it's a beautiful thing to see the people that, I, that met each other on this show that don't know each other in real life have such an affection for one another because, yes, the show is messy. But it's also bundled in a ton of love. I love all of you. Thank you so much for the love that I got on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, on fucking YouTube, everywhere for my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So make sure that you continue to come back and watch the show. We're here all the time. Stay connected on, uh, on social media. You know I'm on Beagle. I'm not going to give you that. But I'm on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You can also register for our, our daily newsletter at HollywoodUnlocked.com. Also, as much as this is a live show, we also stream. Make sure you're downloading this everywhere. And, yeah, listen to us. Okay, look, and here's my phone number for a good time. 
You can text me all your news right here to 310-388-6463. Send it to a friend. If you know somebody cute, I'm single. Okay? Single and still slutty. All right, Weedy Pooh, we love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Mm, I love all of you. Now, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to try to get my energy up and head over to Bego.